take a deep breath and remember there's a power breathing you. This is your space of sanity in an evolving world where we learn about spiritual law and how to apply it to our lives in a way that is practical and life-changing. This is where we remember truth to make the world a better place one person at a time. I'm Claire Lotier, inspirational speaker, teacher of the technology of transformation, and a certified life mastery consultant and spiritual coach. Welcome to the Grace Space. In our series, Walk in Grace, each week we're discovering a new law among the universal laws. These are the very principles which are permanent, immutable, and absolute that govern creation itself. And because we're all a part of this creation and live by its laws, and as we ourselves alone among all the creatures on this planet have been gifted with the power to originate thought and therefore create, it's imperative that we understand these laws. (laughs) You see, as a creator, you are creative by your very nature. You can't help it. There's nothing you can do about it. and You can't change it. The fact that you think in pictures and can imagine possible futures means that those futures you can imagine are already within the realm of your potential. You're never given anything through the gift of your imagination that you do not have the capacity to bring forth into your life. Think about that for a second. Now, for most of us, dreams remain just that, dreams. They very seldom move into the realm of reality because we don't know that we can realize them, much less how to realize them. This is due in part to our paradigm, that is, our limiting habits and conditioning, and in part to the fact that the principles by which the invisible becomes visible, by which dreams can move into reality, are not taught in educational institutions even though they constitute the most precious and vital knowledge essential to our happiness and fulfillment as human beings and to the well-being of humanity as a whole and our ability to thrive and live in peace and co-creation with one another. This is the most important stuff in the world. Studying and growing in our understanding of the universal laws is very much like learning a new language. And everyone knows that the way to learn a new language is by immersion and repetition. That's why every week I'm reminding you that it isn't enough to hear this information once. Now, although hearing it once may and often does spark something new in your own awareness, it's through studying these laws and immersing yourself in them that you will come to embody these principles and eventually gain mastery over your own creative powers. These are your powers. You might as well learn how to use them. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite laws, the law of increase. And why not? We all want increase. We all have a feeling of wanting more in life. That's the spirit of life within us. And we can align with that if we understand the law of increase. Now, we have two paths 
that we can choose from at any moment in life. One way leads to expansion, the other to contraction. One way leads to more love, the other to more fear. One leads to creation, more life, increase, and greater and higher levels of achievement and satisfaction. And the other leads to dissolution, decreasing life, ossification, and diminished capacities. Now, if we don't understand the laws of life, we often end up choosing the latter path without even realizing it. Let me explain why. If we don't understand that we have an awesome creative power of thought, and that this amazing power is in our very own hands, we cannot learn to direct it. If we don't understand that our thoughts are creative by nature and determine our results in life, we fail to make the connection that we have the capacity to change our results by changing our thinking. We miss out on the greatest discovery we could ever have the great good fortune of making. If we fail to make use of this amazing gift and capacity that we were born with and given to use for our greatest satisfaction and the highest fulfillment of our truly awesome potential, well then we're not able to fully benefit from our gifts for a start. And what's far more serious is that we tend to continually collapse back to the familiar paradigms of limitation over and over again. We are the plaything of constantly changing circumstance. We live in a perpetual state of insecurity, and we are prey to doubt and worry. These are two energies that will steal your life force and your peace of mind. You don't need me to tell you that. You already know it. To me, there's nothing more nightmarish than waking up in the wee hours consumed by doubt and worry. This used to be a regular occurrence for me. It is a psychic disease and one of the worst ones. Thoughts of worry and doubt lead to fear in your emotional being, your subconscious mind. In fact, one of the reasons we wake up in the middle of the night with worry and doubt is because that's exactly when our fears rise up from the subconscious mind in the form of bad dreams. Sometimes when we wake up like that, we don't even recall that we were dreaming. We just feel a sense of dread or fear. Fear and dread are the outcome of thoughts of worry and doubt. They produce the feelings of fear, which live in the subconscious, and they're expressed on the physical level as anxiety. Anxiety is such an unpleasant experience that we tend to suppress it. The suppression of anxiety consumes life force, which leads to depression, disease, or dis-ease, and eventually dissolution. Why? Because these survival emotions are so destructive, they keep our nervous system in a perpetual state of fight or flight, and our glandular system is constantly releasing stress hormones. This wreaks all kinds of havoc on our physical body, which cannot bear that strain for long without breaking down. And it is also, of course, wreaking mental and emotional havoc. If you've ever suffered from depression, you know exactly how this affects you. You cannot live a full life in this state. You cannot fulfill your divine potential when you are thus debilitated. You have a higher divine purpose, and you would never have been given human birth if you could not activate and ground the mission of your soul here on earth. There is a way out 
of this cycle of disintegration. And the way out is to start at the very beginning of the cycle of creation with our thought. Again, we get to choose our thoughts. I didn't used to believe that. I just was prey to whatever (laughs) thoughts were coming along, reactive thoughts in reaction to my environment or my circumstances. I really didn't believe that I could choose my thoughts. Well, I believe now. I know it's true. And you're going to know the same thing. We and we alone are the ones who decide what we are thinking. And no circumstance or other person can tell us to think thoughts that we do not choose. We must first accept this premise. And we can when we understand that the conscious mind is the mind that can learn, that can make decisions and choose to accept or reject something. The subconscious mind, on the other hand, has no ability for inductive reasoning. In other words, it must accept whatever thoughts the conscious mind chooses. To accept a thought is to become emotionally involved with it, for better or for worse. Understand the cycle of creation or cause and effect from thought to result, which in the simplest terms goes like this. Your thoughts cause your feelings. Your feelings cause actions and actions cause a reaction in the form of our results. When you understand this cycle of creation, you know that if you want to change your results, you have to start with your thinking. You got to be in charge of your thinking. You must take responsibility for choosing the thoughts that will support the results you desire rather than continuing to think thoughts that are on the frequency of your current results, which only creates more of those same results. It's a vicious cycle. You have to start at the beginning with your thinking. Now, when you begin to align your thoughts with the results that you desire, you begin to create a new feeling in your emotional mind. Instead of thinking thoughts of doubt and worry, which lead to fear and dread, you begin to choose thoughts that are harmonious with what you want to create and harmonious with the law. This is what happens as you increase your awareness. Thoughts of abundance, of harmony, of peace, you begin to focus the beam of your attention on truth over and over again, which produces, as I said, a new feeling in your heart. That feeling is what we call faith. When I say your heart, I'm speaking again of your subconscious or emotional mind. We could also use the word heart. In your heart of hearts, you'll begin to feel something called faith. And this is not a blind faith. Blind faith is a belief of the mind. And while blind faith has been known to produce many miracles in many people, we want to move beyond the placebo effect of blind faith to a spiritually mature faith, which is the result of true understanding, true wisdom. Jesus once said that if you had faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed, you could move mountains. In other words, if you have the kind of faith born of true wisdom and understanding of the laws of life, you can do anything because you understand your own creative power. It's not faith in some outside force that's going to swoop in and save the day. This kind of mature spiritual faith is the understanding of what you are made of, your substance, your essence, your creative power. While fear and dread produce anxiety at the physical level, faith 
produces a feeling of well-being. You're in a state of trust. You develop a natural sense of confidence and cheerfulness when you experience well-being. The feeling that everything is okay, no matter what's going on around you. And while we suppress anxiety and it turns to depression, the feeling of well-being is expressed. We express it and it causes acceleration in our magnetic field, quickening, more life. This leads to higher and higher levels of creation, creativity, accomplishment, satisfaction, and the expression of your highest potential. You're in the way of increase. So what is this law of increase? Well, we could just as easily call it the law of praise. Think about it. Simply stated, the law of increase says that whatever we praise increases. And if you look at the word praise, it has the word raise right in it. When we praise, we raise, we elevate. Anything we praise moves into the way of increase. In his book, Working with the Law, Raymond Holywell says, Praise is complementary to faith, whereas faith is wisdom and understanding. Praise is the application of that understanding. Faith is the boiler that holds a substance of power, whereas praise is the fuel that generates that power into an active force. If our faith comes from studying and understanding the laws of life, it's praise which enables us to express it as well-being, which accelerates into increasing joy and creative expansion and expression. Holywell continues, Praise is a stimulant of the mind. It quickens prayer. It magnetizes all the good around you. It transforms that good into usable, visible substance. Wow. Think about that for a moment. That is an amazing image. Whatever it is we praise will grow, will increase, whether we're talking to our child or our pet, a plant or ourselves. Praise has very powerful effects that can be measured on the physiological level. The scientists tell us that we are affected by praise at the cellular level, that the cells of our body seem to grow in strength and capacity and even intelligence when we are praised and encouraged. And it has amazing effects on our immune system as well. If you've ever lavished sincere praise on a child, you cannot fail to notice how they begin to glow with joy. I believe that this is due to an increase of light energy, a quickening or acceleration and expansion of the field. We literally are photons when you get down to the most basic building blocks. Very successful gardeners will tell you that they speak to their plants and shower them with love as well as sunlight and water. They know that their plants and flowers respond to that love and praise by expanding and becoming stronger, healthier, more beautiful. And think of the times when you were praised and complimented. You surely remember that feeling of glowing, of expansion, as well as a desire to do more and do better, to increase and improve even more. This is the feeling of increase, which leads to further increase and acceleration. Whatever affects us physiologically also affects us vibrationally. You can't separate them. Maybe one of the most striking examples of the effects of praise can be found in the work of Dr. Masaru Emoto and his photographs of water crystals under the influence of different words. 
Taking water from the same source, he put the water in different vials. Some were labeled with positive words and phrases, and some were labeled with negative or destructive words and phrases. He then froze the water in the different vials and photographed the crystals that were formed. Well, the results were astounding. In the vials that were labeled with positive and loving words of praise, beautiful and harmonious crystals were formed. And they were of a different nature, depending on the words, such as love, wisdom, thank you, and angel was one of them. In the vials labeled with the negative or destructive words, the crystals were malformed or no crystals were formed at all. Experiments were done using words from different languages and also by scientists having no knowledge of what the words meant with similar results. It seems that the water was affected by the vibration of the words. Water has intelligence. Why? Well, because everything has intelligence. There's only one thing happening, and that's infinite intelligence all the time. When I'm working with coaching clients, one of the things I teach them is to become very conscious of the words they're using when speaking to themselves and others. Words are vibration, and they have a powerful effect on us. I teach my clients and myself to use words that have an expansive and life-giving feeling and that will support us in the progressive realization of our dreams. When you realize that human beings are about 70 or 80% water, and bring Dr. Emoto's experiments to mind, you become aware that the water within us is being affected at the vibratory level by the words we use. This is a pretty powerful awareness to bring into your daily life. Are you creating harmony or disharmony within yourself? The universe is reading and responding to our vibration at every moment. Now, the truth is that it's not only the water in us that's responding to the vibration we're in, it's every atom of our being. We are all extensions of the one universal mind, and our bodies are a manifestation of that. Our body is the instrument of the mind. In fact, our subconscious mind is part of the infinite side of our nature, which expresses itself through us as feelings and actions. In other words, vibration in every cell of our being. Isn't that amazing? There's nothing but life. There's one life, one energy. And this is the first and most basic law. Energy is. God is. Use whatever word you want to, but there is one thinking substance, one intelligence at work in this universe that is everywhere present across time, space, and the dimensions. Energy is. It can neither be created nor destroyed. It is its own cause and effect. It's everywhere equally present. Whether you go to science or whether you go to theology, they say the same thing. Everything is alive. Everything is aware. Everything is made of this one substance or energy of life. Everything is interconnected. And you cannot have an effect on a part without affecting the whole. Thus, when you praise anything, You praise everything. Whatever we focus on grows. Whatever we praise, we raise, we elevate. Whenever we praise or elevate another, we elevate ourselves. This is where we can begin to see that through the law of increase, we can change our perspective on anything. Because wherever we focus the beam of our attention, the universe is going to increase that. That means that when we're focusing on what's wrong, what's missing, what isn't enough, we're increasing that. 
Instead of focusing on the weaknesses or the failings or the shortcomings of other people or ourselves, we can turn to the law of increase and praise the good, praise ourselves and others, seek out the good and praise it, turn our attention to what is working, what we do have, all the blessings and the beauty of life. As we praise that, it increases in our awareness. Sounds a lot like gratitude, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes, indeed. It is the law of increase, which is behind the magic of gratitude practice. As we praise the good in our life as it is right now, that good will begin to increase, which gives us more reasons to be grateful and so on. Increase, acceleration. It's also connected to the right use of our higher faculty of perception. If you recall from our series on the the gifts of grace about the higher mental faculties, perception teaches us to change our point of view so that we can perceive the highest good or the benefit or the opportunity in any situation. This leads us to praise life and the universe more and more, increasing the good available to us in every moment, no matter what circumstances we're facing. You see how all these things are interconnected? As you deepen your study of these laws, you will realize that they all complement and harmonize with each other. In truth, there's really only one law, and all the laws are one. But as you begin to harmonize with one, you automatically come into resonance with the others, and your attention will be brought to the areas of your life where you're not yet in harmony with the law. For example, I once became aware of a pattern in my own life where I was operating from a sense of lack in relationships. I would often choose intimate relationships with people who were in some way unavailable, either emotionally or literally. Needless to say, this caused a lot of frustration and grief. In one particular instance, I remember this so clearly, I was in the shower and I became aware of how contracted and unhealthy my vibration was, absorbed as I was in feeling unloved and ill-used and going over and over in my mind what was wrong with this particular person, what I wanted to say to him, and trying to come up with the words that would make him see things differently, in other words, the way I saw them, and change him. And then I thought, well, if that's what I really think of him, why am I in love with him? Why would I be in love with someone if that's how I see him? Well, suddenly I realized all of that was my own projection. It was I who was not loving myself. It was I creating situations where I ended up feeling like there was never enough love and attention, like I came second. The distortion was in me, and I was simply repeating an old pattern of belief and a false one. The man himself was a good and worthy person. And there I was making him wrong and focusing on his worst traits, which only amplified them in my perception. I was projecting my own hurt and disappointment on him because I wasn't able to acknowledge or recognize them in the relationship with myself. This is what we do. We often try in vain to change another person so that they will conform to our expectations, which proceed from our own unresolved energies, without realizing that we might as well try to change our own reflection in the mirror. Becoming aware of the consciousness of scarcity from which I was operating at that moment opened me up to the law of increase. Not that I knew that that's what it was at the time, but suddenly I understood that I was polluting the relationship with my negative and critical thinking. And that relationship was important to me. 
As Holdowell says, praise expands and opens the mind upward, while its opposite, condemnation, contracts and restricts. In order to experience more harmony within myself and in that relationship, I had to look for and praise the good, both in my mind and aloud. I decided to see only what was beautiful and positive in him and in the relationship and to speak it aloud. I then felt my heart swell with lightness and gratitude. And within minutes, I went from feeling miserable to feeling uplifted and full of love for him, for the relationship and for myself. I was able to let go of the situation not being what I wanted. And then I was no longer bound to it through negative attachment and expecting it to give me something that I couldn't give myself. So you see, when we come into harmony with the law of increase through the act of praise, we make ourselves a greater channel for the good which is always seeking us. Keep the following in mind especially. When one can sing praises in the face of adversity, the adversity will soon disappear. That is not a promise. That is a law. Learn to render praise, to be thankful for the good at hand and you will have found the magic lamp of spirit. This attitude of mind not only brings forth our desires, but it also generates our confidence, strengthens our faith, builds up an assurance for the things to come. Thus, to be able to praise when things appear the darkest will invariably force the sunshine through. Our degree of faith in the law of God is measured before we receive not afterwards. Remember? You remember the law of receiving? (laughs) It is that degree of faith that determines what we shall be capable of receiving. Now, this is high-octane magic, but don't take my word for it. Try this experiment in your own life. Be sure to download and print out the PDF worksheet that goes with this practice, which you'll find uh, a link for in the show notes. Think of something you currently consider a problem or an undesirable situation. Write down the elements of the situation. Now, take a deep breath and ask yourself, am I willing to look at this differently? Am I willing to get into harmony with the law of increase by praising anything and everything I can in this situation? Now answer the following questions. What can be praised? What's good in this? What's the opportunity here? Write down your answers in the different boxes. And every time you think about this situation, look at them and actively praise anything you can sincerely in your heart. Then in the boxes underneath, make notes on how you feel, the reaction of those around you, and any changes in the circumstances during the following week as you sincerely praise everything you can from your heart. Becoming fluent in the secret language of spirit really is like learning a new language. And as I've been saying, this is all about repetition, immersion, and support. Changing your life is not rocket science. It is achievable by anyone who really has the desire to do so. If you are really interested in living a life of true freedom, and I know you are, This opportunity to join me and a group of like-minded people who are passionate about creating the freedom and the life that they deserve, well, this is the last chance. We're going to start 
our next group coaching program on January 26th. That's coming up. I would love to have you in it. If you're hearing my voice right now and you're thinking to yourself, I don't know, I feel good about this. This has my name on it. Well, don't wait. Get in touch with me. You're going to learn a reliable, repeatable, scientific formula that makes your success predictable. Once you understand this simple formula and how to apply it in your life, you're going to see all kinds of things start to happen, almost like magic. So if you're ready to create the life that you really want, get ready for a life-changing experience. It's up to you. You're the one who has to make the decision that you want to do this. And like I said, act now. Don't wait. It's coming up and space is limited. In fact, I have just a couple spaces left. So reserve your spot to join me and a group of like-minded people who are passionate about creating true freedom for themselves. I know that you want to live the life that you were put on this earth to live. Your heart's most cherished dreams are exactly what spirit is seeking to express through you. Don't just wish or hope anymore. Become what you were always meant to become. I'm here to help you do just that. And I'm holding the image that you will join us January 26th for our first class. There's a link in the show notes. Click on that to learn more. Meanwhile, walk in grace. Thank you for joining me in the grace space where you're always in the right place. If you love this podcast, I invite you to subscribe to it and submit a review if you feel called to do so. Also, be sure to sign up for my newsletter right here. I look forward to spending this time with you again next week. Meanwhile, I send you love and blessings. Bye for now.